My career sucks. Sex just isn't the same. What's my purpose? Where did this fat come from? My relationship is killing me. I'll never be happy. My debt is piling up. I'll never find love. Why can't I be like other gay guys? Hey guys, it's time to get a grip, stop whining, make a bold move, and do something amazing with your 40-plus gay life. Let's get to the show with your tell-it-like-it-is host, Rick Clemens, who does his best to never act like a dick or a diva unless you act like one first. <sighs> I can't believe, I can't believe they like, they openly have a relationship with themselves and other people. Oh my gosh, did you see so-and-so? He's out on the dance floor, like groping this other guy and his husband's standing right there. Uh, yeah, my husband and I have been together a long time and we opened our relationship about seven years ago. <gasps> Shocking. Shocking. And that's what we're talking about today on 40 plus <laughs> gay men, gay talk. And I've got a friend who's a new friend, not a, yes. not a sleep together friend, but you know, there's, there's always options for things, but which is uh, interesting. Cause a lot of, for a lot of us gay men, a lot of our friends are like ex fuck buddies. Yeah. Isn't that true? But anyway, yeah. Kanan, who <laughs> I've been on his show just a few weeks ago with another friend of mine, we had kind of a little menage a trois there, yeah. but now it's just the two of us boys. So we're just, just gonna, we're going to go two of us, just the two of us. <laughs> and we're going to, we're going to go guys, hold on. We're going to address this head on because there's a lot yeah. of judgy, judgy shit going down in the gay community about <gasps> open relationships. And okay. So let's just get it out of the way. I've talked about it. My husband and I have an open relationship. So I've said it. There we go. I'm not going to give you a whole lot of details, but some stuff's going to smatter in here. So and OK, be true to you, too, Kanan. I mean, yes. Yeah. And here's where people get hung up. Oh, my God, you have an open relationship or other people are like, oh, cool. Can I join? It's like, OK, yeah. just because I mean, it doesn't mean open... that it's wide open. Right. Right. Well, but for options. some couples it is for yeah. some couples it is it's yeah. like okay it's wide open we know about it but but but, but here's the thing folks if you don't know how to communicate and talk about it you're gonna fuck it up trust me yeah you really will mm -hmm. and i've heard that from so many people i mean when i i was timid about talking about it you know and then we got really judgy we actually got really judgy judgy in weho one time and this has been a quite a few years ago, mm -hmm. but we were standing outside of Merrick's for those of you who don't know what that is. I don't even know if it's even there anymore. But Merrick's was a little, little taco Mexican restaurant. I don't think it's there anymore. No, I don't think so. I think it's gone. A lot of yeah, stuff yeah. is gone, but um, yeah. so we're standing in line to go in. It was a typical like Saturday night. And of course it's just busy as can be. And, you know, not, wasn't one of those places you, Oh, we go there to be seen. No, we actually go there because the food was pretty good. And it was kind of like the place to go get good Mexican food in that area. Yeah. And this guy's standing behind us and hubby and I were just talking about stuff and we're like, okay, well maybe we'll get in. And, and they say, Hey, we got a table, but it's a big table. It's one for four. And I'm like, I, I don't care. Mm -hmm. And we'd been chatting with this guy and we're like, Hey, are, we knew he was alone and he was waiting like to get a seat at the bar. I'm like, Hey, if you're cool with it, you can come join us, you know? And it's so cool. Right. So we get sat down and, you know, waiting on food and everything. And the conversation starts to turn to things that we gay men talk about, right? Everything mm -hmm. under the sun, right? And suddenly he asks the question. We're like, well, kind of, sort of, we're open. We're open together. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, he clutched his pearls, girls. And I was like, wow, the judgment just started like boom, 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 boom. See, I find that so interesting because of the history of gay men that someone would even judge in a situation like that. Oh, no, 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 no. Hmm. There's a lovely group that I will not name here on the air because (laughs) it's it's on Facebook, but you can go find it. It's it's, it's out there. (laughs) And anytime this open relationship stuff comes up on this Facebook Mm -hmm. group, oh, 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 oh. I mean, I what is it never, that people say about? Um, oh, I could never do that. No, no, I couldn't let my man do that. Really? Mm. Oh, I couldn't let my man do that. Oh, mm. we just know what what's going on in your world, girl. Yeah, it's just um, a control thing. A control thing, or yeah. oh, everybody I know that's been in one, it's never worked out. It just causes problems. Well, there's a big generalization because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who are in open relationships that mm-hmm. it works really well. Yeah. Um, Oh, why would you want to do that? That means you have commitments and issues and you don't know how to love. That's not necessarily true either. That's not true. 20 years, going on 20 years here in just a couple of weeks. In fact, I was just telling mm-hmm. Kana we're, we're headed out for our 20-year anniversary and it's working. Yeah. Not I mean, because we're big sluts. I've been with my husband sluts. for going on seven years and hey, even if you are big sluts, so what? You know, because it's like... I. There's, I know some straight couples and gay couples that yep. are open, either they're swingers or they're just open, whether that means they're hooking up all the time or maybe one to four times a year together right. or separate, but they have a communication and understanding that there is a commitment between, and I almost feel like in those relationships and including my relationship, we look at love and I'm going to be honest, sex comes sort of differently. Like sex with my husband is one thing, but then sex with like, you know, um, someone that I'm not in a relationship. That's a completely different experience, you know? And I think that's how the people who are open to it look at that. Like mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a loving experience that you're sharing with someone else that you, are, you find attractive. It doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to get married. It's just, we have this mm-hmm. moment where we're enjoying each other and we're sharing each other's energy. I, I often say, I wonder what the world would be like if just admiring and being with someone else didn't cause all these weird hangups. Like I could look, and I had a client who long story short, he, he came out out later in life, Mm -hmm. had a boy had, I think he's still with this guy, had a boyfriend that they were in a yogurt shop once Mm -hmm. and they got their yogurt and they walked out and the boyfriend just all pissed off. And my client's like, what's going on? you were flirting with that guy. I'm like, were you? And he goes, I was being nice to the guy that was serving us. That was about it. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, this is where it all starts. If you're that Mm -hmm. insecure in your relationship. Yeah. It's going to take more than deep breaths. Yeah. Well, I would never suggest someone like that be in an open relationship. If you can't even like be comfortable with your, your partner being nice to someone, then there's much deeper problems Mm -hmm. there. And I think that's what happens when you say I'm in an open relationship around someone like that. And they they do clutch their pearls. It's because maybe secretly they want that, but they don't know if their relationship can handle that. Mm -hmm. Like, I will say I have past relationships where when I think about how I was with the guy, that would have never been a part of the equation at all. But then other relationships, that was a part of the equation and it worked. 
Yep. And it just, it depends on who you're with. And I don't necessarily think that it means that there's a lack of sexual attraction or anything like that. What are your thoughts on that, actually? I, I don't see it as a lack of sexual attraction. Sometimes I feel like there's, okay, the most common thing I've encountered is one partner has a much higher sex libido than the other one. Yeah. You know, so you have a conversation about that. And if one's raring to go all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time, like the ever ready battery bunny or whatever it is, then you probably have to have a talk. And it's interesting because I just had a conversation with a non-gay client about this. Like, he's like, my wife is really just always ready to go. And he goes, I'm just not there. Uh-huh. And he's like, I've been, you know, you know, it's always something. So I know you're a gay guy. So I feel like I can talk to you about this. I'm like, okay, first of all, you make everyone assumes that we all know? just love yeah, to talk about exactly. Sex. Yeah. And that yeah. we all sleep around and da, 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 da. Okay. Yeah. So now, you know, some are going to go, well, you're kind of contradicting yourself. No, I'm not. I'm just saying we don't quote unquote sleep around. There's a, there's a very interesting controlled way we do this, but we're not, I'm not like, waiting for my husband to like leave the house. I'm like, okay, dial up who can come over. You know, that's not where I'm at. It is not like that at all. But what I find most often is there's the sexual piece. Mm -hmm. There's a, let's bring some spice back into our life sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, There can be a very loving, caring relationship. And, Mm -hmm. and that's what binds them together. Mm-hmm. But then suddenly, you know, sexually we change, people change. And then suddenly it's like, okay, let's, let's have a conversation about what really is working for us and what's not working for us. And if, if the couple is solid, so I'm mm-hmm. doing air quotes, boys, you can't see it because we're doing this. Audio. <laughs> but um, if they're solid, I find that a lot of couples are like, yep, that makes sense. So let's talk about how we make this work. What are yeah. the boundaries? I hate to use the word boundaries, but like, you know, what, what's the ways we're going to make it work? You know, mm-hmm. boundaries can sound very bondage like, which, Hey, some of them are going to like, cool. I got to get wrapped up now on these boundaries too. Okay, yeah. cool, let's go for that. Right. But, um, what if it's a observed? nice way of like respecting, um, the relationship, if you know mm-hmm. what your partner, like, I don't want to give too much weight about my relationship, but I know one thing that I prefer is I don't really want to know. Like if it's something that happens away from me and I'm not saying I'm like, go out and fuck everybody. That's not what I'm saying. If he does. But what I am saying is I don't want to know. I mean, if, if, if you feel this is something that you had to do um, because you were feeling anxious or something like that, or you're, you're, you're in a mood, then, Hey, it happens. As long as it doesn't affect our bond, then that's perfectly fine. And that's what happens sometimes in relationships. Do you think there's an ebb and flow? Like sometimes you're open, sometimes you're monogamous, sometimes yes. you're, yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah. Now, a lot of my listeners have heard this from me in the past. So they all, especially those who've listened to Life Uncloseted, and quite a few of the guys that are listening to this, I think I brought this up at some point in time. I admit I was a big hoe the whole time I was married to my wife. Mm. I hate to say that, but that's the way it was. I was like trying to figure this all out on the side. I was playing safe. I was doing what I needed to do for the most part. I think out of that whole time I was married to her, I think I, I may have got one STD and Mm -hmm. got it fixed really quickly and boom, done. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to even be even more cautious than I was being. Yeah. But you're not alone. So many men. No, not alone at all in that realm. But what I also found is there is an ebb and flow. 
Mm-hmm. So when, you know, we started to decide, okay, yeah, you know, we love each other, but let's add some spice. Mm-hmm. It happened on a couple of trips and like, oh, that was fun. And then kind of like, well, well, let's see what happens. And then now it kind of ebbs and flows. I mean, yeah. it's not like we're like, let's go do it now. Let's go do it yeah. now, you know, yeah. nor now I have some friends. <laughs> this wouldn't work for me. I've literally, literally been with a couple of friends will be visiting and one will go, okay, I'll, I'll be back in a bit. Wait, we're, we're having cocktails here. Yeah. I'll be back in a bit. I'm like, okay. And then the hubby's like, Oh, don't worry. He's going to hook up. I'm like that. See that. I don't like it. I feel I, like, I mean, Hey, go it works you. for some couples. Right. Yeah. Oddly enough, I remember one time I was at a birthday party for a friend and there was another couple there and his husband there, I guess they're in an open relationship. His husband tried to get me to go in the bathroom so he could perform a blowjob on me during the birthday mm-hmm. party. And it was a mm-hmm. small birthday. It was like maybe eight people there. So I'm small always or like, not. I'm just like, oh my God. Exactly. Yes. But I'm just like, okay, I get that you're open, but this is a bit freaking much. Right. I mean, come and again, on. do you, but this is where I go. Okay. Yes. I don't want people judging, but I'm like, I, there's, there's only so much I know I can do. Yeah, I, I can't take it. I mean, oh my God, I'd be divorced in a heartbeat if I'm like watching TV with my husband, like, okay, I'll see you in a bit. Bye. Yeah, that would be a deal breaker for me. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, I, I know a lot of couples have implemented things like, okay, when you're traveling and you're apart, then, okay, you get to, you know, the, the hall pass is in play. Yeah. With understandings of, hey, this is what you do now. Then there's a whole other interesting dynamic like, okay, well, what do you get to do? Mm-hmm. And, uh, how do I? I'm just gonna say this because it's my damn podcast, so I can say whatever I want. <laughs> I love the ones who have like, okay, well, you can do this, 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 and this, but you can't do this, this, and that. I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get some of that, but I mean, the biggest one that I've seen, and and you know, again, I'm not gonna argue about this, but like, yeah, I'm in an open relationship, but no kissing, hmm. no kissing, no. You know. Okay. I'm kind of that person. Okay, girl, we can't be friends now. No, I'm no I mean, I, I get I get where people are coming because people are like, okay, so you don't kiss, but then you do everything else. And then I'm like, there's, for, I don't know, for me, there's something very intimate about face-to-face, mouth-to-mouth contact. Granted, yes, other things have happened or are probably happened, but there's something very intimate about being that close to someone else's face that is not my husband okay but here's here's where i can truly hear you because you're putting it out there at the onset uh-huh. to me if you said okay here's why i do this some guys are like no i just no i'm like why no i'm like okay i get no <laughs> i can but give me give me something to work with here because yeah. kissing is a huge thing to me i Honestly, I can't get turned on without kissing. I, that's I just mean, the way it is. that but is very I true. Also, I also hear your perspective because mm-hmm. you are putting out there why it doesn't work for you. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've had, I've had some clients say, yeah, um, I'll do this and this. So I'll kiss and we can, you know, jerk each other off, but that's it. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so you basically want a jerk off buddy. So yeah. why don't you just say what I want is a jerk off buddy, yeah. which again is, fine that's odd but yeah 
Yeah, thank I mean, you. I, let me, I can't judge anyone's sexual practice. Let me not right. say that's odd. It's interesting. There you go. It's interesting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, you yeah. know, that's that's where I've seen people get really judgy when I say something like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, really? Why? I'm like, oh, God. I try not to. I'm trying not to judge you. OK, I'm I say it's. I say it's interesting because I've always found like, you know, that whole thing of straight guys, oh, let's jerk off near each other. And I just like, okay, so what's, I guess they're getting charged off of just being near someone in a sexual act. So Mm. I'm always intrigued by other people's desires. Like I've been, I've been asked to do certain things that are a little bit on the fringes of sexual desire. I haven't partaken in them, but when the person asked me about it, I'm just sitting there like, okay, Mm. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's just like, <laughs> I, I just try to, but I can't really judge it because I feel like whatever turns you on, turns you on. And that's what works, you know? Yes. But you just said something really fast. It's just really, really powerful. Kanan is I can't judge you. So whatever works, works for you. And that's why I wanted to do this show. Yeah. It comes down to whatever works for that couple. I'm yeah. sorry. This is why I have such a problem. And hello, I know I'm preaching to the choir of gay men here. So solos, altos, get ready. Here we go. We're all going to sing uh, the anthem together. <laughs> this is why I have such a struggle with the people who want to be judgy, judgy about LGBTQ individuals. Mm-hmm. I ain't asking you what the fuck you're doing in your bedroom so you can stay out of my bedroom too. Yeah. You know, and what's so interesting and, you know, we're going to veer off here just for a minute they can't get that out of their head. So, of course, the first thing they do with our transgender brothers and sisters, that's the only way they can think. Of, oh, they just want to, you know, they just be wanting to get in fucked up. I'm like, no, you don't get that. There's a whole thing where as soon as you can take this out of the bedroom, people, and that's, look at differently, yeah. then you will understand this. That's actually truly what's annoying about um, life in this country. And I think it's because it's such a Puritan-based country. And because of that, like, sex is seen as taboo no matter what kind it is really mm-hmm. we're only supposed to look at sex as rec- uh, procreation where yes we want to have babies gay people are not even supposed to be doing anything we're just supposed right. to like keep our hands in our pockets and yep. d- ignore our sexual desire so that being said i think it creates this hostile environment where people aren't allowed to do what they want to do because i think people secretly want to do all these things so when, when the few of us are open about it and brave enough to do it then many people scoff because they're scared. Like, I know he, he, he's a divisive character now, but um, Caitlyn Jenner, mm-hmm. as a uh, female, his, trans woman his age to come out after having such a presence and image prior to that, that takes a lot of guts, especially yes. knowing that his peers are probably, as soon as he walks, as soon as she walks away are saying disgusting things, probably. I'm not saying it's, um, most likely, but it still happens because sure. of where we live. And it's just because people are afraid to really live out their desires. And those who do do it, we like to shame them and put them down because individualism, even though we love it, we're scared of it. You yes. know? But back to your comment about straight men in a sauna or a steam room, they love to like, like whip it out and, mm-hmm. and keep that secret to themselves or bathrooms it, or bathrooms. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. <laughs> Which is so interesting because I just want to sometimes, okay, so fine. They want to do that. I'm not going to mm-hmm. be approved, but I also want to go, <clears throat> guess what? 
guess what? It may not mean you're gay, but it sure means you want to like show off your junk. So you're kind of being open and you're doing your stuff in public. Yeah. Don't criticize me. Okay. Especially when they're doing it where there's more of a chance of a child coming in. Yes. Yes. I mean, that's a little, when you hear about these politicians and the the preachers getting caught in bath, it's like, okay. Yeah. But what's so interesting (laughs) about this whole thing. So this kind of, it's interesting that we got, got on this heterosexual thing because it actually plays out to what we're talking about in the open relationship thing. Mm-hmm. So local gym, I've been in that steam room. Well, when I used to go to that gym, I don't go anymore. Mm-hmm. But I have been in that steam room many, many, many times when there's the, the dickies are flying and, and a few people have like been getting some, you know, little mouth action too. And <laughs> yeah, I'm the gay guy. I'm like, you know, I don't know what you guys are worried about this is nothing new to me, but go for it. Right. Mm -hmm. They're so brave. But after that, Oh, and we're a small town. Mm -hmm. I've seen more than my fair share of these guys walking around town. And, and a couple of things that happen on a regular basis here are like, we have a, a street fair that happens every Thursday night. I'll be walking through that street fair and I'll come like face to face with one of these guys. And Oh, they're walking with their wife in the fear. Oh, Uh. I'm like, girl, Guess what? Gay men, well, for the most part, we ain't going to talk trash to you, you know? And it's always so funny, too, on the apps. It's like, you know, download discreet, da-da-da-da-da. I'm like, do you really think somebody on this app is going to call you out? Now, I know some, some, there are some bitches on those apps will. Yes. But most people, another, especially another another straight guy, Mm -hmm. I'm like, you really think they're going to call you out because they're in the same situation. Now I come from that space. Mm-hmm. So I get that feeling. I got it. Cause I, I was like, Oh no, don't, if I see you in public, and I thought yeah. that's really kind of stupid because you know what? I got as much to lose as they do. Now, if I'd done something really stupid, like pursued them, then mm-hmm. that could be something different. You know, that's so dangerous. I have a friend that loves to pursue straight guys. <sighs> And I, even to this day, we're like, we're both aging. So I try to shut the fuck up. You're, you're like hardly a, you're a baby still. So, but yeah, but you know, it's inevitable. And his thirst is still there for like these guys that, you know, have girlfriends, you know, babies, mamas, and that's the only type of person that he dates. And I'm always just like, this is interesting. What would happen if, we were in a society where this guy could be with his wife, I guess, whatever, have their kids. Right. And he, you know, open relationships was a normal thing. And then maybe a relationship where he could be with the guy and the girl was, was an okay thing. And no one judged that. Mm-hmm. Would we How all be happier? I think we would. I mean, well, okay. This happens, you also, in, this happens in France. All I mean, okay, I'm going to just call France out because I know mm. there, this is, it is, again, I'm, I'm going to try not to be generalizing, but it, it happens a lot in mm-hmm. other countries. Like yeah. France particularly comes to mind because I have a lot of French friends who are like, yeah, we, we have, we have a, a mistress and we have our wife and the wife knows and some of our wives have their man. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. but we love each other. We love what we do. We love making the babies together and we do this and, you know, mm-hmm. so I, I do think there's a balance here. I mean, think yeah. about, okay, so now we're on the French people. They just live fucking life. Yeah. You know, we get up later and we, you know, we have our croissant and our bread and we go to work at, you know, nine or 10 o'clock, so to speak. And then, I mean, late night dinners and why, I mean, 
there's that's a thing the about living life. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it might, our issue here might stem come from um, ownership, like ownership of our house, ownership of this, Absolutely. ownership of that, ownership of my mate. So yes. I own my boyfriend, so he can't have sex with nobody. He can only have sex with me. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that. Well, be, because, well it is. And because there's a security piece that I think comes with. Again, I'm going to generalize. I quit doing that, but it helps the conversation. Yeah. There's a security piece that comes with a lot of us gay men. Mm-hmm. We've been, we've been, you know, brought up in such an insecure environment that anything mm-hmm. that makes us feel secure, we grab on and we're not going to let go. So if this I let true. my man go, there's a pot. And I've heard many gay men say, all it's going to take is one time for him to go play with somebody else that he really likes. And he's gone. I'm like, you really then haven't had the right conversation. Yeah. Why do you want to do this? What do you get from it? What would be the experience? What, you know, I mean, Hey, there's certain things I'm not going to do that my hubby probably would enjoy. mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, that's not my thing. It's never going to be my thing. So. I think that's where it helps. Like, you know, there, I I feel like every couple has things that they of course love to do together. But then there's a few other things where like, I look at my husband and there's some things that I'm into sexually. It's not like nothing like completely wild or anything, right, right, right. but just, you know, some general stuff. And when I look at him, I know we're, we're, we're supposed to be very open and anything can happen between us, but there's certain things I just don't see myself doing with him. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's the history of our relationship or how he courted me or how, how, how everything has just worked out. It's just certain things I just, you know, don't see that really happening because I like the way things work in our relationship. I like our right. dynamic. I want, I, I like the way that flows, but with other people, I'm not going to lie. It's more of just a carnal desire, uh, just an action that I want to partake in once every so often right. and then move on. I don't want it every day, right. but every now and then. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that because I've seen that in my own relationship, but I've seen that in a lot of relationships. It's like, there's a certain way of being sexual mm-hmm. that I just want to do this, but I want to keep this other piece sacred with my man. Exactly. I mean, the easiest way I described it with one client who he's like, okay, he's, he's very sexually like, Ooh. I'm like, girl, you're, you're making me blush, but um, <laughs> he's just very adventuresome. And I'm like, okay, so, but with your guy, Oh no. He goes, my uh, man is for making love my sex partners are for pushing the envelope. I'm like, Oh, that's an interesting way to put it. Even if the envelope isn't like super pushed in his case, it's like, okay, wow. (laughs) That's pretty big to be put where you're putting it, but Hey, you go for it. Right. Yeah. (laughs) um, I I think some of us actually like the spice sometimes Mm -hmm. of variety, you know, the same way we eat all kinds of freaking food. Sometimes you want a different kind of, sex partner every once in a while does it mean that your relationship at home is is there something wrong with it and you guys need to get into therapy no it's just you know i don't know where i feel like i've i'm in the mood to have this experience you know mm-hmm. and i think that's okay which is why i also believe now and, and i know this is kind of taboo to say i think prostitution should be legal i know it's taboo in this country and i know that people are like that is disgusting you cannot put these people on the pedestal but i think it will chill out so many tense men and women out there that can use a nice experience on the weekend to take the edge off so they can be better at life be better at 
their job, be better at their hobbies, be more centered. Sex is a physiological need. And I do think there's a lot of people not getting it. And if they're not releasing that energy through either a hobby or something, some form, I think it just manifests itself in, in, in negative ways. And that's what we're seeing all around us. Amen. 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 <laughs> no, I mean, I just, I, I just, I feel that way. I feel like mm -hmm. not enough people are em embracing themselves sexually for wh whatever that means. If that I agree hundred percent, yeah. whatever that looks like for you. And if you're holding back who you are sexually, mm -hmm. and I'm speaking from experience, I think most gay people speak from experience in some way along their journey that, that we all held ourselves back. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised I'm even here yeah. because at that, that, that point. So I came out when I was 19, then went back in the closet willingly for lots of different reasons. And then came back out at 36 years old. And when I came out at 36, I was probably the closest I could have been to being a completely unhealthy guy mm. because I weighed a ton. I wasn't eating the best. I definitely was drinking, not to the point of alcoholic, but I mean, there was nothing healthy about how I was showing up. Yeah. And then layer the stress on top of that and the double life and the lying and all. I, I was like a walking time bomb. Yeah. And I, I, I think believe, all of those things eat away at you and they, sh they, they do. show it with like the way you dress, the way you take care of yourself, hy yep. hygiene, hygienically, um, how you comb your, well, that's hygienic wise. So just everything about your presence yep. and the aura that you carry. If you're like repressing yourself, anything can make you like flip at the, yep. at any moment. And that's what we're seeing. Like I, I love, I watched a movie a few months ago. I think it's called Unhinged. And mm -hmm. it was about a white dude, uh, Russell Crowe was playing a guy in the pickup truck and how the whole movie is just basically about him like losing his shit. And like, you know what that guy could have used? A nice night with a pros <laughs> uh, a sex worker. Yep. And he would have chilled the fuck out. And, and I think that's a he, that movie was a representation of the, the um, like energy that a lot of people have that they're not releasing. And it's just coming out in their lives in a negative way. Instead of like talking about what they really want and becoming who they want to be, we're just getting angry and, and, and violently doing things to people. And, and I think that's what causes rape and murder and all these wild, weird things because we're just so repressed and yep. we don't know what to do with the energy. We don't. You want to know what the thing that people said most about me in those years, like kind of towards the last five years that I was married? Wasn't that we saw you sneaking out of the? No, wasn't that. <laughs> you never smile. You never smile. And I'm like, I hated it. I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? I mean, I was, I was like, oh, it was a, it was a biggie for me. Yeah. Until one of my hookups said, "You got the most gorgeous smile." I was like. Okay, somebody just told me I never smile. You just, I'm like, so I went home, of course, I, you know, I'm in the rearview mirror. I'm like, I couldn't smile. I did, but there was something that happened. Well, uh, hello, happy ending. Uh, happy ending, really good sex. You know, that can put a smile on your face. And especially if it's the kind of sex that you want. Yes, exactly. And it was like, wow. Yeah. This is a game changer. Yeah. And even a friend of mine just a couple of weeks ago 
he said, I love your energy on your podcast and your videos that you do on Instagram. He goes, so where's that guy? I'm like, oh, honey, I can't, I can't be up like that all the time. <laughs> I know people always expect your public persona in the private. It's like, right. I, I know people judge me sometimes when I say this, but I listen to Howard Stern on occasion. And he even says that when people see him in public, they're like, hey, how come you're not making dirty, you know, crash jokes and being right. loud and stuff? And it's like, that's my fucking radio persona. I can't, I'm not working yeah, all the time. And I'm, not, and I'm not that far different. I mean, there's times if you hung out with me, which I know we will at some point, we will be hanging out, yeah. like just cabins and glass. Of You'll see that come out, but I, it's not like consistently, like I'm doing yeah. here, like, I, because I can, and not that I'm putting on a persona either. It's like, I, I can pick up on stuff like we're going there, clutch those, you know, I can, I know how to make those things happen. Like, okay, let's really, are things that broken downstairs that you need to go get it? Or are they not really broken, but you just like to experience something different. So let's get real about it, guys. It's not like beat the shit out of each other. Okay. Those, and I would have those kind of conversations generally in public, but I didn't have those conversations when I'm sitting around with a bunch of my bros that, you know, we all have kids together, but here once in a while I draw. Okay. I mean, that's supposed to be a chill moment between friends. Okay. So true confess. What? (laughs) So I'm at the doctor's office yesterday and it was the second time in a couple of weeks because I'm trying to figure out, okay, I have this lovely thing of kidney stones. I'm like, shit, it's another one. Is it another one getting ready? You know, because if it is, let's get it done before two weeks from now when I go on vacation, because I don't want that shit happening while I'm halfway across the country. So I went in last week, you know, did the lovely pee in the cup, all this sort of stuff. I'm like, okay, well, no, it looks, everything looks clear. It's like, okay, well, glad everything looks clear. But I, you know, I just, I know, because I've had three of them. So I, yeah. maybe even four of them. So this week I'm like, okay, you know what? I hate to go do this again, but I'm going again. Well, there is a male nurse that works at the urgent care. He's just adorable. He's so mm. cute. So come in yesterday. His name is, well, I'm not going to say his name, but he's just really cute. I'm sitting there and, and he had to keep coming in and out of the room. Finally, about the third time he came in, he goes, I hate to keep coming in the room and bugging you. He goes, I just, you know, there's certain things happening. I'm like, Oh, I'm okay with it. You're really cute. I couldn't believe I actually like it just came <laughs> like straight out of my mouth. Sometimes and you can't help yourself. I couldn't help myself. And he just laughed. And so, um, you know, we get done with everything, you know, I've eaten the cup, got that all done. And finally he's like, okay, we're, we're going to like give you a shot. I'm like, okay, great. And he goes, but you're going to have to show me your ass. I'm like, okay, let's get that done then. <laughs> I mean, and not to. It's just one of those moments, you know. Yeah. You're just kind of, and he was so funny about. It. He goes, you know, you're gonna have to show me your ass. And he winked at me. I'm like, okay, now is he flirting? Because if so, he's like the perfect like little playmate, you know. It's like, okay, yeah. bring that home to daddy, and the other daddy would be like, oh, candy, but um, yeah, yeah, candy. But um, it's interesting when you let the shields down, and I yeah. think that's what bothers a lot of people is when those of us we're canon and i are perfect so let's just go there let's you know, be honest perfect. yeah let's we're practically perfect in every yeah. way every but when we way. when <laughs> we allow ourselves to show our true selves mm-hmm. it makes others uncomfortable because Especially, we're capable yeah. of showing our truest selves it's it takes a lot of bravery to really be yourself like mm-hmm. it really whatever that looks like 
you know? And if it's different from what you see every single day, if it's different from the blue shirt khakis that you see every day, if it's different from the, the floral sundresses and white cardigans with the little purse that you see every day, if it's different from that, then yeah, it's going to challenge what people are. They're going to look, they're going to stare, but so fucking what? At the end of the day, you get to be happy. And I think the short time that we're here on this earth, why would you want to spend most of that time like trying to make people happy? And then you go home and you're like fucking crying yourself to sleep at night because you're so miserable. Like you're going to die soon. I'm sorry to be morbid, but I think that's that that ties into the open relationships that ties into being out and open about yourself. It's the fact that you acknowledge the fact that time is finite and more time you waste denying yourself the the simple pleasures of life. I'm not talking about like go out and, and start purging it and and being whatever you consider, I guess, a sin. But if you're just doing simple things to be happy, to bring yourself pleasure on a daily basis and be yourself, what what better of a life would you want Mm -hmm. than, you know, acting every day? Cause I remember when I was in a closet, I was acting every fucking day and it was exhausting. I was watching the way I walk, watching the way I talked, flirting with people I had no fucking interest in because, you know, that's what I'm supposed to do. But then once I embraced who I was, yeah, I've had a lot of like bad relationships, but then I wouldn't have the relationship I have now without getting through all of that. So at the end of the day, I would have never go back in the closet, Mm -hmm. no matter what has happened in my experience so far in right. the last 15 years, I would never go back in a class because there's nothing better than embracing who you are. Exactly. And I would like to invite everybody to just really take in what you just said, because it is about being who you are mm-hmm. and we're not all going to agree. I'm not going to agree. I'm not going to say hundred percent. Yes, go do this, but you know, you go do you boo for the yeah. most part, unless you're like hurting you know, a group of society. Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a whole different then thing. It's like, <clears throat> now, then we're, we're, let's go rumble. But, yeah. you know, for the most part, I have a very open mind about many, many things, even to the point of some evangelical Christian stuff. I'm like, go do you, but as long as you yeah. do you and you just go do it, go be it. I mean, you, they have that right. That's, they have like, the right, but don't make me have to be like bowing exactly. down to your stuff. No more don't. than I'd have you bowing down to me. You know? Exactly. And I mean, even though people accuse people of that, you're forcing your views. I mean, no, I'm not. I'm just living my life. I'm living my life. And if you don't mm-hmm. like the way I'm living my life, then don't. Hey, bye bye. We don't have to yeah. hang out. I'm OK. Keep with walking. That. Keep walking. Absolutely. Keep walking. <laughs> but I think what's interesting to kind of bring this full circle. And one of the things that I not to bring this full circle to a circle jerk, but circle you never jerk. know. We could we could we could go there. That's but the, um, yeah, one of the things I always encourage people <laughs> to do is just do. A simple, you know, go go to the Bible of Google, okay, mm-hmm. and enter the search, are humans built for monogamy? And just read for a while. Please just go read for a while. Go mm-hmm. read. And I realize, okay, people are going, well, that's all man-made stuff. Da, 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 da. Okay, well, uh, there's a whole lot of stuff in this world that's man-made. So I'm just inviting you to go be open about it. I'm not saying... Yeah. If, mon- if monogamy is what works for you, then go be monogamous. If an open relationship doesn't work for you, nobody's telling you you have to have one. Mm-hmm. What I think Ken and I are inviting you to do is just respect. Yeah. Respect somebody else's way they choose to be in the world. Yeah, don't turn up your nose and ask disgusting questions and try not to sexualize everything. Right. I, and I another mean, I, thing, 
just because we're in open relationships doesn't mean that we're always sexual all the time and we're, we're ready to like throw an orgy at the drop of a hat. Like there's this that weird misconception as well. Girl, I'm 58. I don't have that much energy anymore. Exactly. So. <laughs> It's like, I wish, but then I'd never get anything done. I mean, you got to make money. Well, I guess I, exactly. could, I could become a sex worker. I could be daddy. I could be a daddy sex worker. You want a daddy? Okay. I don't know. This OnlyFans thing sometimes. I, I know. Like, sometimes I see that and I'm just like, really? Hmm. They're making how much? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm sure I'm going to have grandchildren one of these days. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. You know I need it. They can't be coming in. What's the studio for, Dad, Grandpa? <laughs> Oh, that's where I get this money, 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 money. You know that, you know, that, that Christmas gift you asked for from Mm -hmm. Pappy. Well, Pappy's got to go make some money to make that happen. So um, anyway. All right. So how can we connect people to you? Give us your website. I want people to know that you're out there. You got a You got a podcast too, right? I do, but I'm like on a hiatus because I don't know when I want to record again. Because I I have like, and that's totally fair, man. I've been there myself. It's like, I love it though. I love have the fact that I have the show and then I could yeah. go back whenever I feel like, but yeah, I do have a podcast called Canaan Ponders. My website where you find out everything about me is Canaan.one. Dot one. Cause he's the yeah. one. I am he's the, the only Canaan in the world. So let's, the let's only just go Canaan there. Let's in the world. That's yeah. why I, ch- I shortened my name recently. Cause I'm like, ah, oh. it was actually my husband's idea. I was afraid to do it because so much of my name was my husband's name. And I was like, Man, if I drop that, it makes me feel like I'm dropping him. But he was like, no, you should do it. You could be like a share or a Madonna or something like that. I'm like, you know what? I like that. That's not a terrible idea. And See, it, if, I, it, if I just went with my name, Rick, I'd always get called prick. So it's just like, oh, you know, I don't Well, at least they're thinking of dicks. Exactly. You know, and you can't do Clemens because everybody fucks that one up the way they spell it. So it's just like, I'm just, I'm just fine. Now, now Papa Bear, that's been a consideration, that one, but that domain's taken. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm just, I'm just Rick Clemens, you know, the bitch that makes everybody come out of closets and live their life without apologies. And I'm just and There's nothing that, wrong with so. that calling. Exactly. So, yeah. All right. Thank you for having me today. I love I love that we had this conversation and we got to talk about something that I feel is it's worth talking about. Yeah. So who knows who who knows who's listening? We could like suddenly they go, hey, these two, they're the next like, yeah, we need it. We need we need to take them to like the bigger podcast world but you never know anything is possible that's okay, why I love well, you a- you go dream on that i'll go dream on that and we'll see where we go girl okay i will all right thanks buddy for being here love talking with you thank you thank you thank you thank you and if you want to send hate mail send it to kane and don't send it to rick send yeah me. send it to me i like yeah. reading that shit I love I love that stuff. It's yeah. like, ooh, you got ooh. lots of time on your hands, don't Let you? Let me get that get out the cabernet so we can get started. <laughs> Sometimes I pull out the really good cabernet. It's like, ooh, this one's ooh. like four pages long. I need a whole bottle for this. Damn, one, so. let me get the good shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks so much, buddy. Appreciate you. This was fun. And we will send people all over to you to, so you can like torture them some more. So I will. Cool. Thank you. That's a wrap for 40 plus gay men, gay talk, where size doesn't matter. We drop our bullshit, get over our screwed up fears, make bold moves and live life without apologies. Don't forget to join us on Facebook at 40 plus gay men, gay talk, where the conversations continue.